It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Your sound is not broken. I just haven't actually said anything yet. Is this on? Is this thing on? Yes. Um, Dave is still in New York, which means I am still by myself doing the morning show. I got the computer here for Facebook. I got the phone here for Instagram. I'm trying to look somewhere in the middle so it looks like I'm looking at you, but I'm staring at nothing. I'm staring at the top of my uh, computer screen. So there you go, guys. There you go. It is Wednesday. Am I getting a UTI? I don't know. I don't know. It's anyone's guess. It's anyone's guess. It's anyone's guess. Who knows? Um, if you've ever had one before, if you've ever had a UTI before, then you know that it feels like peeing acid or um, lava or like if you could pee shards of glass out of your urethra. That's what it feels like. Um, I It always starts the same way, doesn't it, ladies? Doesn't it? It starts by like you go use the restroom and like two seconds later you're like, do I have to pee again? That's funny. I don't, I mean, I know I drink a lot of water, but like not normally. Okay. And then you go and then you just, what do you don't think anything? Now we're like, you know, let's say you're doing your eyebrow or whatever you're penciling in your eyebrow. And then you're like, do I have to go again? I do. So then you like go and you're like, I got to go again. And you're like, no, because there's only one reason. There's only one reason you have to go. Oh, you're exactly right. Yes, a little tingle and then the burning. So, you know, fingers crossed, all the fingers, all the toes. I went and got my cranberry pills this morning. I'm like, okay, here's a here's a thing. I don't know. I don't know y'all if you have this. My I truly, I mean, maybe I'll go see a psychologist or something. I do not process stress mentally I don't I do everything on the planet that I can to combat stress because my my job in my life and I'm raising four kids and I have this company and we're doing deals and my book is due and the next week I'm shooting a show and just so many things are happening I don't feel stressed out at all not one part of me feels stressed I'm like I'm great I'm, I'm anchoring myself in my routine I got my workouts I'm praying I'm like all the things and then I'll get like uh, what's it called? What's this called? When you get a sore here, like a cold sore, or I'll get something like this happening. I'm like, oh yes. Um, my body, my body is stressed. Even if I don't feel stress, which is on some hands, I guess, you know, you can get your work done, but on the other hand, it's really annoying. I'm like, you could just let me know, girl, just come on, come on, come on area. Just, just give me a heads up before we go full Monty. Just be like, Rachel, do some more praying, meditate more. I don't, I, I really, man. Oh, okay. Liza just gave me some ideas. Cortisol out of your system. Um, Liza, I flush cortisol out of my system like that many times a week. Uh, uh, so there's that. Thank you for the advice. Um, no, I mean, I do like, I don't know if you know anybody who works as hard as I do 
to be able to work this hard and also do it in a way that is healthy for them. The amount of sleep I get, like I'm so intentional. And then something that I'm like, oh. So anyway, got my cranberry pills, got my echinacea, drinking more water than I was, which is saying quite a lot. Um, anyway, say, if you don't mind, say a little prayer for me. I know it sounds maybe silly, but I got a book due and I've got a big shoot next week. And um, another really big thing is happening next week that I haven't told you about yet, but I will. Um, but I just, not the time. Not the time. Not that there's an appropriate time to get sick, but for sure it's not right now. So, mazel tov. How are you guys? How's your Wednesday going? Is it going good? You feeling good? You feeling okay? Everyone doing good? Um, what can I share with you? It's it's I, I I've gotten so used to being able to like bounce back and forth with Dave and and have him help me uh, help me lead out on what we're going to talk about. So now I'm just going to talk to you guys. Um, Let's see, let's see what is happening. Countdown to Toronto is on. That is right. Thank you for mentioning it, Crystal. Uh, we are, I don't know how far away we are from Toronto. February, March, um, like a, six weeks, maybe six weeks to when we are bringing my women's conference out of the country for the first time. For the first time ever, we are going international. We are bringing it to Canada to hang out with all our sisters and friends up in Toronto. We have people coming from all over Canada. We have people coming in from the U.S. who happen to live sort of on the north side of the U.S. and they're just going to hop over and uh, come and experience this it with us so we're super excited uh, there are still tickets so if you want to get in you should totally get in um, whenever I say this people are like come to Vancouver come to Calgary come I understand that you would like it if I came to you but as of right now the only thing that we are planning to do in 2020 in Canada is in Toronto in March so you have time and if you would like to go man head over to the hollisco.com and hit the events uh, tab there at the top and you can see all the events that we have coming up one of which is Toronto um, oh thank you Katie said that the leadership team rise podcast was so good yesterday on the podcast we shared a panel from Rise Business Conference where we had some of our leaders from HOCO on the stage talking about how we build culture, um, how we stay connected, how we share this vision, all of that stuff. So if you have, if you're a solopreneur, you're a mighty team of one, or if you have a company or you're part of a company and you kind of want to hear about how we do what we do, it's the Rise Podcast, which is my weekly my weekly podcast where we talk about all the things, so go check that out. Um, what do you use to style your hair? Mine is about the same length. Uh, so I do two things. Uh, this is, believe it or not, this is, um, I put a little stuff in it after I took a shower. I slept on it. So then I woke up and it was like wavy, but like sort of like all the frizz and everything was happening. So I use a, what's this called? What's this called? <laughs> what's that thing called flat iron I use a flat iron to kind of calm this down I let the rest of it be like frizzy and crazy because it just is right 
I don't know what's happening. Oh, <laughs> Darren on our team was dreaming of this QVC sweater and um, literally gave him mine. So he is modeling it for the whole uh, the whole office. Um, in any event, I use a flat iron here. I use a flat iron on the end, and then I use a wand like this. I just do that much literally, and the wand is really hot, so I just take two seconds, and then I kind of pull it because I don't want it to be a curl. I want it to be a little bit more flat. So then straighten the ends, little hairspray, little zhuzh. There it is. For me, I like hair that's the style is supposed to be a little bit messy because I'm honestly not very good at doing my hair. So I need to be able to make it look like the, the inability to get it perfect was on purpose. Um, and I'm loving this length. I am loving it. I had very long hair for about three years um, and I cut it off a month ago and oh man it is such a difference I like I see pictures of my hair super long and I'm like oh that's really pretty but I it's so much work it's just so much work and I just don't have the capacity to make it happen I'm also um, about to start my training for uh, Iron Man which is crazy what in the actual world and that is gonna be really intense and also involves getting my hair wet on the regular and I can't I'm just not I don't want to do that with full mermaid hair I know mermaids do it but I'm not really that so that's that's my hair if, if you're wondering that's my hair um, you know if you can do anything in your life where you can figure out how to style your hair using hair that you air dried slash slept on that feels like whew, the answer the answer to all of our problems right not really but um, let's see let's see it's funny how many people are cutting off their hair it's like that thing have you ever done that where you're like you buy a car and then all of a sudden you see that model of car everywhere the model of car was always there, it's just you didn't notice it, and now I just am seeing everyone chop off the hair, but I'm here for it. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Um, so JD asked a question. Let's do Q&A. This feels like a great idea. Um, JD said, can you talk about how you support your partner when they're in a busy season and are super tired all the time? So two different things. The first thing I'll say is ask them. Um, Dave and I ask this question all the time to each other. We'll say, who do you need me to be this season? Like, who do you need this season? Do you need a coach? Do you need someone to challenge you? Do you need a cheerleader? Do you need someone, like, there's many seasons when I'm really tired. I know this sounds, how I, maybe it doesn't sound weird at all, but, like, I need hugs. I need, like, more more care than normal like I need you to bring me my coffee I need you to like rub my back and I'm more I need that kind of care more than I need someone to like hype me up or pump me up because mostly I'm tired and having that kind of care from him feels like this great soft place to land so number one ask your partner what is it that they need from you this season the second thing I would say is being super tired being super tired has more to do with how you're taking care of yourself than how busy you are. Let me say it again so everyone can hear me, even if you don't have a partner, even if this isn't your partner. If you are super tired, don't tell yourself, don't fool yourself into believing that it's because of the season that you're in. Because I am in an insane season. I'm not even in an insane season. I'm in an insane life. My schedule is absolutely bananas. It's constantly on the go. I have to be present. I have to be thoughtful. My brain's switching contacts all day long. I go from writing a book to sitting in meetings to filming. Like, my, it's bananas. 
but I'm not super tired because I am crazy, crazy, crazy about my nutrition, my water, and my sleep. So be, be thoughtful on, is, it a, is your partner feeling tired because the season means they have to stay up really late and they're not getting sleep? Okay, I could understand that. But if it's just, no, they're feeling extra exhausted, I'm going to assume it's your nutrition, your water, your sleep, and the added stress of whatever's happening right now in life. So um, maybe just unpack that a little bit better, um, unpack that a little bit more and kind of see the why. So often we are taught to treat the symptom, not the cause, right? We're like, oh, I'm tired, I'll have caffeine. Oh, I have a headache, I'll take ibuprofen. You, in those instances, you're treating the symptom. You're not treating what caused it in the first place. And if you would dig a little deeper and figure out what's causing the exhaustion, what's causing the headaches, what's causing the backaches, what's causing these things, then you wouldn't need to be treating the symptom. So there you go. Um, Amanda just said, just started a new venture a month ago, impatient for results. I need patience. I find myself comparing. Um, I'm not sure if you have a podcast on this. Um, I have all kinds of things on this. If you have never read, I mean, I know it's mine. You don't have to go buy it. You get it at the library. I happen to have it on my desk right now. Uh, Girl, Wash Your Face talks quite a bit about the idea of comparison. Um, Amanda, you do need patience. Because anything worth having is going to take time. And in fact, it's probably going to take a lot more time than you think it will. And it takes as much time as it needs because you need to acquire these skills and resources and talents in order to have the life or to have the business that you are dreaming of. So it's almost like they tell us all these things that we should have to achieve our goals. They're like, you need tenacity. You need this. You need that. And what we need to tell people is also you need to be okay to suck for a really long time. You need to be okay to not have any accolades for a really long time. You need to be able to keep showing up even when you don't have a cheering squad. You need those things more than you need resources or access to capital or anything else. Are you willing to put your head down and do the work? Because that's how you get the results. All right, let's see what someone, I'm going to look for a question over on Instagram. Instagram, you got any questions for me since I'm answering? Okay, Facebook's coming in hot with their questions. So Instagram, if you ask one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back over here, but I'll get over here. Uh, Brady says, how do you get out of a funk? Um, I've talked about this a ton. There are podcasts on this. I know it's going to sound like the simplest thing in the world. To me, it's about adding in daily routine that will help you stay anchored and shake up the current, um, the current like cycle that you find yourself in. For me, that is physical movement. It's why if you follow me on Instagram, you see me every morning, right guys? It's freaking cold. It's dark. I'm tired. And I'm out there headed to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. It was like 40 degrees this morning. Like every day I'm out there working out. I never one time am excited. Not one time am I ever like, yes, this is the morning where we're never, I never, ever, ever am excited about working out. But I know how essential that daily movement and getting to listen to music and getting to wake up in ways that aren't just about sucking down caffeine, I know how important that is as an anchor to keep me grounded, to make sure I'm staying mentally strong and positive. So break up a funk with physical routines, which sounds well, it sounds like most people wouldn't want to do it, honestly, because it takes effort. And when you're in a funk, you don't really want 
to do something physical. But I can't think of a faster way to change what's going on inside. You literally change your physical makeup than doing something, literally doing dance, jump, run, go move your body. Because if you've been to Rise and you know my belief is when you move your body, you change your mind. Okay, let's see what we're saying over on Instagram. Lots of people are asking where we're gonna do Iron Man at. No. <laughs> I love you. I'm not telling you where I'm doing Iron Man. When we get closer and you see us show up there, if you happen to be in that state, then you can come on out and cheer. But nope, I am not. Here's why. The last time I did a half marathon, I took about 500 selfies while I was running. And I, that is hard enough on a half marathon. I can't even fathom if someone asked me for a photo during an Ironman. Uh, I don't even know if they would allow, I know. So I'm just, uh, well, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, I'll tell you all about training and all the things. I'll keep you posted, but um, I am not, I'm not going to say what city. <laughs> I'm not going to say what city. Nope. I do not need you to try and come and murder me and make a coat out of my skin. So, nope. We're going to do it in Des Moines. That's where we're doing it. Des Moines. Shoes you wore at Rise, Jennifer says. Jennifer, uh, which shoes? Can you describe them to me? I would be happy to tell you where I got them, but I don't know because I wear lots of shoes at Rise. Um... Uh, do I have any hobbies? Yes, I do. Um, running is my favorite hobby. Um, reading, I'm a huge, huge, huge book nerd. Um, I probably read, I don't talk about it enough, and I need to share more of them with you guys. I probably read uh, five or six books a week, honestly. Um, one of those will be fiction, just something fun, and then the rest will be nonfiction. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but um, I don't watch TV. I don't watch Netflix. I don't. Um, the only thing that I really consume in terms of like a screen is uh, documentaries. <laughs> I'm real cool, guys. Um, but I read a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so that's probably my favorite hobby: running and reading, um, hanging out with my kids, Saturday suppers, cooking. Um, how do I find time to read? I don't watch TV. That's all. That's the only thing I do. I put the kids to bed and then I read. Yeah, I don't, I get that question all the time, and I don't, that's just, whatever you're currently doing at nighttime, you're scrolling your Instagram, you're watching TV, or whatever you're doing, I'm not doing that, I'm reading a book, so. Um, how do you take a leap of faith to follow your dream? I'm currently at a job where I know in my heart it is, I'm not in it, but I have such a great opportunity to move forward, um, it's not my dream. Uh, you asked the question over here, and then you went over here and asked the question. What You're not asking me a question. You're wanting me to give you permission. You don't need my permission to go chase down the dream. If you can afford to chase the dream, and it won't negatively affect your family financially, because I always think that when you put the pressure on your dreams and your goals to be able to have financial implications, like if you have kids to take care of, then don't be dumb. You have to pursue it in a safe way. But if it's not going to hurt anybody, you have the capability, you have the then jump. Then jump. You don't need my permission. You don't need your mom's permission or your sister or your friend. or You don't need them. Just go. Because even if it doesn't work, you'll figure it out, right? Don't put yourself in a position where you could seriously hurt yourself or your family. But if the biggest thing that you, like worst case scenario, 
let's say you're single. Worst case scenario, you try for the dream, it doesn't work as fast as you thought it would, and you have to go get a job at Starbucks on the weekends, you're still more blessed than 95% of the world's population. You need to reframe what it would look like for you to fail at this dream. Because I would rather fail pursuing the dream and pursuing the life that I want than succeed living into what other people are hoping for me or succeed in what other people think I should be doing. All right, next question. Um, doo, doo, doo. Uh, Connie said, I just read Party Girl. Connie, I hope you liked it. Party Girl was my first book I ever wrote. Um, it's fiction. If you're looking for some fun, light fiction to read, um, it is not going to win a Pulitzer. It is not going to change your life. It's just fun and sweet, and it has a little love story and whatever. Uh, best running shoes, I use Adidas Boost. There might be better options, but I have only ever used those. And you, when you do long distance running, you kind of stick with what you know. The only piece of advice I will give if you are looking to do longer runs is you want to buy your running shoes half a size bigger than you normally wear. My shoe size is 7.5. My running shoe size is 8. That is how you keep from losing your toenails. You're welcome. Um, do, do, do. Bum, bum, bum. Let's see, fiction book recommendations, so many, so, so, so many. And luckily, if you go over to my blog, thechicsite.com, C-H-I-C-S-I-T-E, it's from back in the day. If you go to my blog, I have about 15 posts. My favorite fiction, my favorite romance, my favorite series, my favorite paranormal, my favorite historical, like, there's a lot of lists on there if you're looking to make your way through some of my favorite books. Uh, cold weather workout gear, thanks for asking. We literally just wrote a post on this last week on the blog. It seems like I'm making it up, but she really did just ask this. Um, head over to the blog, there's all kinds of posts, but the most recent one was what I wear when I'm working out when it's cold. Um, my favorite meal to cook for my family. Our, I would say our favorite family meal is like fried chicken, biscuits, mac and cheese, all of those things homemade. It's, it takes a lot longer than um, something simple, but that's the kid's favorite. And I just want to make something they're going to cook. Uh, I mean, they're going to eat. Tomorrow, you guys, tomorrow I become the mother of a teenager. Tomorrow my oldest son turns 13. I can't, I, I'm not ready to process that. But uh, we do family dinner at home, that's, that's how we're celebrating tomorrow, and he has asked for spaghetti and an ice cream cake. So tomorrow I'm making spaghetti and French bread and, and all the things, so I'm excited. I'm not making the ice cream cake, because I'm not, um, not that cool. Um, do you speed read? No, I just regular read, I just read. I don't know, I just, I get this question a lot. I just, honestly, I think if you are enjoying the book, like I devour books. I don't just like politely read. Like, you know, some people who are not super, they'll like kind of read the paragraph, they'll like look away, they'll talk to someone, whatever. I am like, I devour books. So I don't think I read fast, but I am very focused. I don't get distracted. Um, Vegan meals, uh, when we do vegan, I tend to do soups, salads. I, I don't, I, I'm happy to eat meat substitutes when they're made by like a chef in a restaurant, not me, but I don't really know how to do those things and I'm not 
that interested in them. So I just, honestly, when I do vegan, I just don't even do a meat substitute. I just do lots of veggies and things. Um, um, ba -bum, looking for questions. What foundation are you wearing now? Bridget, I am wearing Claude de Peau, which I've used for a very long time. I mix two different colors together and put it on. Um, Claude de Peau is really expensive. I think it's expensive. It's like $100. Um, but it lasts forever because I don't use a ton. And I haven't found another foundation that's as lightweight. I, I hate, unless I'm on stage or on camera or something, I hate if I can feel makeup on my face. So I'm sure there's other great options, but that's honestly what I use. Um, does Dave interrupt you when you're reading? My husband is constantly trying to talk to me if I pick up a book. No, because by the time I'm reading, he's also doing like whatever he's wanting to do. That time of night is like, now we're relaxing. We're not talking about work. We're not that. So, yeah, no, he doesn't really. Um, uh, what position was your first hire? I need to expand. But I'm struggling with what to hire first. So my first employee that I hired was an assistant. Um, I really needed help. I don't think I had the maturity yet to understand the power of hiring someone who was more skilled than I was. So I really just wanted kind of that sec that extra set of hands to help me with what I was doing. So I hired an assistant. If I could go back in time and I had the budget, the first person I would hire would be the person who could help me make revenue at the level that I was currently making revenue. So a salesperson, um, a business development person, a CFO. Um, I would have focused on bigger hires first, but I, I just wasn't mature enough yet. I didn't understand how powerful that could be. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't go there. Um, all right, guys, we got to 930 with me just talking about random, random stuff. Tomorrow, Dave will be here with me. Um, and we'll talk about other random stuff, but we'll just do it as a team. Um, I'm going to head back over to my manuscript. It is due on Friday. Jesus, take that wheel. Take it right from my hands. Help me write all the words. Uh, you guys have an awesome Wednesday. Uh, we, oh, I will tell you, we talked about it yesterday, and then we sold out of all of our planners. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to every single one of you who bought a planner from us, who's bought a journal from us, who has shopped with us this ever. Seriously, we are so grateful that you shop with our small business. It is you um, buying journals, buying planners, uh, being in community with us is what makes it possible for every single person at Hollis Co. to have the job that they have and to have insurance and to make their car payments and buy groceries and take care of their babies. So um, we never take it lightly that you choose to spend your money with us as opposed to like a big box store or something like that. So sincerely, thank you. Thank you for everyone who shopped, um, everyone who's already using it. And for those of you who you know bought yesterday and it's on the way, um, please post on social when you get it and tag me. I can't wait to see how you're using it, how it's effective, what questions you have, um, share all the things. All right, y'all. Love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have.
Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.